Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, January 20th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on what happened last night, how Democrats bid to alter voting rights and the filibuster failed. Number two, the future of the BBB. And number three, how the White House is marking Biden's first year. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Things went late last night in Senate Democrats' bid to make an overhaul to voting rights and the filibuster both failed, neither uh, a surprise, not a surprise ending after several weeks of it heading that direction, but still notable that uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer pushed for this, continued to do it despite the fact that there was kind of no pathway to victory. Yeah, listen, what a way to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Joe Biden by 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 um, launching and failing to uh, enact voting rights uh, and change the filibuster. Two big losses for Senate Democrats. You know, there's no other way to look at it, Anna. Uh, I don't. I don't know how else you look at it. So this is what um, this is what happened. So number one. Uh, Senate voted and failed and got 50 votes, but that's not 60 to cut off debate on the fill on the uh, voting rights package. Number two, they tried to change the rules. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema did what they've been saying for, uh, you know, five, six months, and they voted against that. So, I, again, I don't really see how this helped anybody, how it helped Joe Manchin, how it helped Joe Biden, rather, how it helped Chuck Schumer. Uh, uh, Schumer gave an interview to Burgess Everett and Marianne Levine of Politico to explain his thinking here. Uh, and he said what he said publicly for many months, which is Manchin tried to get Republican support and 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 he was unable to. And, and when it, Schumer tried to get Democratic support for changing the filibuster and he was unable to. So, you know, um, it's amazing how the administration, we said this yesterday, we're saying again, the administration is trying to talk about a reset and all the good things that happened and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Manchin and, and, and Chuck Schumer barreled forward with a big fat loss on the one year anniversary of, of his administration. And I simply don't get it. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought that uh, the interview Schumer gave, you know, he kind of made the case that he had really built support for changing the filibuster, uh, you know, from last year, you know, getting all the way up from, you know, half the Democrats supporting it to now they have 48. Well, 48 isn't 50. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, if 48 is still a loss and I think it shows just the difference between even Schumer and other leaders. You know, when you look at Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she always says she's never going to bring a floor to the uh, build the floor that doesn't have the votes. Um, and this was clearly he knew he didn't have the votes. He did not pull back. It's hard to believe that Democrats are in better shape having taken these votes than not having taken them. And that's going to be. Yeah. And uh, you know what the, you know what the old sayings goes, right? Uh, uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, <laughs> right? Like that's almost, well, I, you know, he built support. Cool. He didn't build 50. He didn't get 60 votes to, he didn't convince mansion to, or cinema to blow up the filibuster with 50 votes. He didn't, um, uh, he didn't get Republican support. So building support is cool, but it's not the name of the game here. 
Um, and and now they're all focused on primary mansion and cinema, and and fine, that's fine. But again, that is I, just I, Democrats I, I, taking on Democrats, right? I mean, this is not what Democrats going into a very very tough election year, you know, need to be thinking about if you're trying to actually execute a strategy where you could win when you have. Bernie Sanders and others just kind of openly talking about the fact that they need to be primaried. I I mean, that's a big going to potentially be, it's, if nothing else, at the most, at, at the minimum, it is a massive distraction for Democrats. And, you know, if you take it at its face, it, it's also just how are they going to coalesce against uh, with each other on so many other issues when they are just kind of continually in this circular firing squad? Completely agree. Uh, I don't. I and where does this leave them on the BBB? I mean, Manchin always says, "I'll talk to anybody at any time." He and he will talk to anybody at any time. He'll talk to himself if that was the only person, perhaps, in the room. Let, let's move this on to the number two topic of the morning, then, which is the future of the BBB. We kind of uh, alluded to this actually yesterday morning, where where we said that Biden could potentially consider breaking up the Build Back Better Act, uh, and that now seems to be the the new strategy for Democrats. Yep. What are they going to break off, though? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the reason they put this all together was so they can get it through on reconciliation. And reconciliation requires 51 Democratic votes, um, including the vice president, Kamala Harris. Um, are they planning to go bipartisan route? Are they planning to try to break up the reconciliation package into several different packages? I mean, you know, I, I don't know where they go from here. They have some deadlines. They probably have to get this done by April. Uh, that's not clear. We're not going to get into a ton to that. But um, their reconciliation package expires at some point. And um and I'm not really quite sure how they. Um, I'm not sure where they go and in and in, in what's in what um, in what uh, uh, order and in under what timeline. So um, ah, this is a mess for for them. It's a mess for Democrats. Remember, the government shuts shuts down in less than a month. Uh, Richard Shelby, the ranking appropriation ranking member of the Appropriations Committee, said. Um, uh, he doesn't know how the BBB will impact um, omnibus spending negotiations of, that an omnibus spending bill would take government spending until the end of uh, uh, the fiscal year. So what a mess. And let's talk quickly, Anna, about voting rights. We have some new. Can I just I want to say something, though, on this? Slide. I mean, I, I, I want to say on, on the BBB breaking it up. So this is the interesting thing to me is, is, is to your point on this timing, they've wasted a month basically on voting rights and changing the filibuster failed at that. Now they are back to square one on BBB. Nobody's been kind of doing negotiations, trying to figure out what, where they could go forward. And so, you know, there's some talk of climate provisions. There's some talk of, OK, what could we actually get? mansion to agree to. So they're still in the exact same place they were at the end of last year, where Chuck Schumer tried to force a vote again and try to kind of have another fake cliff of a deadline on this. But there's going to be big provisions that are going to fall out that are base moving issues, child tax credit, free community college, paid leave, like those are are huge issues. And so I, I when you start to try to peel things off here and say, OK, we'll take half a loaf or, you know, we can figure out a way to do this now and later we'll do this other stuff. That is a lot trickier said, you know, maybe it's easier to say it than actually to get it done. And I would say, again, back to our earlier point, 
does this leave them in a better position to get a build a build back better deal build back better deal done? I don't think so. Say that three times fast. <laughs> I'll do that privately with you, but I'm not going to put our whole audience uh, in that position. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know. Does this mess of 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 them wanting to primary mansion, primary cinema, all this stuff? Does that put them in a better position to pass BBB? And the answer is, I don't know. All right, let's move quickly to the number three story of the morning, which is, and as we mentioned a couple times, the White House marking year one of President Joe Biden's first year, first term. They are going all out, Jake. We have some news in this morning's newsletter about how they are hitting uh, the, the media airwaves and, and doing kind of everything they can to highlight what he did coming off of this, you know, kind of very stemwinder of a press conference last night where he made the case, I think, himself and acknowledged that maybe they hadn't been touting their victories and hadn't been going out. It certainly seems like that strategy uh, has shifted right after that. Yeah, they're going out. I mean, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris is going to be on TV, going to be on the three big network morning shows. Uh, Ron Klain on Morning Joe, a, a whole bunch of people. You could you should check out the newsletter for kind of the full list of what of what's going on here. Um, but they are all over the airwaves. Biden says he's going to be traveling more in this year, raising money. Um, so yeah, a big push here on the, on, on that front. All right. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl news at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.